But Mick Stanley's on the line now because Rock and Roll Do's a very interesting runner in tomorrow night's Cranbourne Pacing Cup. And uh, Mick joins us now. Good morning to you, Mick. Thanks for your time. Yeah, morning, Matty. How are you, mate? I'm well, thank you, mate. Uh, I guess before we talk about the, the Cranbourne Cup this weekend, just what's your reflection on the experience in New Zealand? Obviously, you went across... Uh, and it was a big task, no doubt about that, going over there for, for the New Zealand Cup, but it didn't go to plan. How do you reflect on it? No, we reflect on it really positively, uh, Matty. I mean, obviously, yeah, the results on the track probably weren't, um, you know, what, what you want to come home with. And, you know, that was mainly just due to the, to the standing start. And we'll, we'll, we'll be better for that, uh, hopefully next year when we go back. But when, when we first, um, planned the trip, um, it was more about the the opportunity to travel the horse and and um, you know give him the chance to to uh, season him and you know a lot of people say when you travel a horse do a big trip like that it uh, they come back and and it can make him a little bit better so that was the whole idea of the trip and look even though the results weren't on the track we took a lot of positives out of it. Mick, it sounds like the horse coped with it all well because if he hadn't you wouldn't have him lined up Saturday night. Yeah, that's exactly right, um, Sean. It's and it's probably one of those things that, I mean, a great learning curve for myself, um, not only the horse. Um, he handled the trip that well. I, I probably, I probably underdone things when, when we got there, um, you know, so, and that's, uh, that's just part of it. I, I sort of took the easy approach to try and have him recover from the trip, but he handled the trip better than, um, what I expected. So he got back here in really good order, broad order. So, yeah, a week, 10 days off was uh, all they required, and um, yeah, back into action. Mick, this is probably a silly question, but I'm looking through his form. Is he a better horse on, on the mobile when he's off the front than when he's off the second row, looking at his, his strike rate? Uh, not really. Um, I think um, it's probably just the way it's been, uh, you know, lately when he's now he's a bit more mature and seasoned. Um, He's probably raced better lately, and he's just happened to draw the front line. Mm-hmm. But a lot of those races, he, he settled midfield and made a move beforehand. So I think, um, yeah, I wouldn't read a, a lot into that. Mm. So tomorrow night, from that second row draw on the outside, how do you expect the race to pan out for him? Yeah, it's an interesting race. There's a, there's a couple of different form lines um, in the race. There's a couple of up-and-comers drawn drawn really handy, and then there's obviously the... The Inter Dominion uh, runners all, all draw on the second line uh, inside uh, our guys. So, um, yeah, it's an interesting race. But one thing about these cups, they're generally uh, really solidly ran. And, um, you know, 2,600, it, it always allows you plenty of time to, to get into the race at some stage, whether that is whether that's early, mid-race, depending on the tempo, or if the tempo is really strong. Generally, uh, it brings the back markers into it, and you can bide your time and come late. So, um, you know, we don't we don't have um, huge expectations to be going there and and just winning. Obviously, we are first up from a little break, so we'll um, we'll just drive the race as, as it pans out and hopefully get into it at the right time and still win. We're talking to Mick Stanley and Rock and Roll Do is of course running in the Cranbourne Cup tomorrow night. Mick, after the Inter Dominion, as you mentioned that the the Inter Dominion horses there. They've had a tough campaign, so you're almost the fresh horse on the scene in a way. Yeah, definitely. You you, you can uh, definitely look at it that way, Sean. But the other the other uh, angle is 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 they're up rock hard fit, and we're sort of first up from a from a break too, which uh, a lot of people will be thinking. But um, yeah, yeah, you're right. You four runs in in two weeks, and then and then they're backing up straight away. This week is um, 
is going to be really tough on them to, to be backing up for their fifth run in, in three weeks. So hopefully you're right and we're, um, we are the fresh horse on the scene. Hey, Mick, two-part question here. Uh, in terms of the Inter-Dominion, do you have any regrets whatsoever about skipping that series just uh, that's just been? And, and next year, is that a series you'd like to target with him? Yeah, the first one, uh, Matty, not at all. It's even, he, he was eligible to run in the, in the Vic Bread four-year-old size stakes, which start, the heat start tonight. But that's another three run series. Um, so basically our thinking was with Brendan, the owner, um, you know, we, next year, uh, early next year, we have the Ballarat Cup, Hunter Cup into a Miracle Mile, into a slot race in New Zealand. And, and all up that prize money, um, you know, equates to around, you know, close to $3 million we'll be racing for in stakes. So our, our main aim was to have him ready uh, spot on for early next year. So we just felt that as an early four-year-old, he, his race manners, although he's improved a lot, he still aren't 100% where we'd like them. And we just thought the Inter-Dominion series came up too quick to be putting putting him under that pressure of the of the four runs in two weeks um, when we had um, bigger targets that we were aiming for next year. So, and yeah, secondly, obviously the Inter-Dominion is a series that, um, you know, everyone sees as the holy grail in, in our sport. So it is a race that we, we, we would like to target in the future. Just um, this year wasn't our time. Mick, there was some talk here that if the prize money for the heats leading up to the final had been higher, we may have attracted more horses from New Zealand. Was there any talk over there about that? Uh, not really. I, I think um, I, I think it's more of the point. I, I, I'm not too sure it's the prize money of the heats um, deterred people from going in it. Um, I, I think it's just the timing, the, the back end of the year, and as I said, the, the early start of next year, there's a lot more riches on offer. So um, I think with the, the New Zealanders, I think with their carnival, um, though we sort of, I think when we come next year, I think we'll see a lot of those horses copy that, self-assured, etc. They will be over here for the Ballarat Cup, Hunter Cup, because um, there's a lot more riches on offer. And I, I just think the Inter-Dominion, Currently, just sits in a bad time slot uh, for everyone to fit it in. How advanced are you in talks uh, with getting a slot for the New Zealand slot race, the race? We're, we're very advanced. Um, yeah, we, we've had a couple of, um, more than a couple of suitors, which has been great because it's always great that um, people see your horse as, as a horse that they would like to race in their slot. So it's been a really interesting process to deal with. And, um, yeah, we're... Uh, we're very, very close to uh, making a decision. I'm sure that um, won't be too far away. All right. Well, we, yeah, we certainly wish you the best with Rock and Roll Do tomorrow night. He's got a busy few weeks and months ahead, so looking forward to seeing what he can do. What about tonight at Melton? There's a, a, an SMS that's come through. Make sure you ask Mick about his runner in race one, Maori Muscle. Can it break the maiden at its 13th start? I'm sure that would be one of my mates that's listening that has a share roll in a random text message like that, wouldn't it? But um, he's a horse that's got a, a stack of ability and um, he just hasn't put things right just yet being a, a young trotter. He's, he's a big lad, but look, if he um, if he puts his best foot forward and trots all the way, he, he'll be winning a race like that. But um, yeah, we do need need him to do everything right. Mick, tomorrow night the, the, the Cranbourne Pacing Cup, it's a group one, and almost half the field are under double-figure odds, which shows the quality of it. 
Do you single out one as your main danger? Is there one that really worries you, or you just think I got about four or five I'm going to be you know, badly against? Um, yeah, look, I think um, I think it's a really even field. Obviously, MacDam was um, really good through the Inter Dominion series and had no luck in the in the final, and he won the Geelong Cup. So, look, he he would possibly, I would say, would be the main danger on paper and. And then there's a couple of other horses that are uh, they're they're rising in grade a fair bit. Um, you know they've been running in lower assessed races that are that are really short in the market. So um, yeah, I think Mac Danny, you know, would be clearly the horse to beat. Uh, another one of your drives tonight, Mick Soho Broadway. Uh, she looks tough to beat from the front row. Yeah, she does, Maddie. She's um, she's just returned from a, a short stint in WA um, where she had a couple of wins from a, a few starts, but. Um, She's a really good mare. She she was um, ran second in the Queensland Oaks last year, and then when she came back, she lost her way a little bit. But she's returned here, and um, her track work's been super, and, and she's trolled up really well. So we expect her to uh, to get the job done tonight. And the third and final of your drives tonight, it looks to be another great chance as well. Karamar Bromwich in race ten. Yeah, he was a little bit disappointing last start, but he that was over a long trip. He seems to be a little bit better over the short trip, but. Um, there's a couple in there that um, probably have a little bit better form than him, but if um, if we can lead over the short trip, he'll give them something to chase, but uh, more of an each-way play. Now, Mick, we had a yarn with Glenn Conroy on Wednesday. I reckon he would be one of the funniest characters <laughs> on the track. Yeah, no, there, there's no doubt about that. Um, Glenn's got a lot of character and uh, been around the sport a long time, so um, always good for a laugh. Yeah, he's, we couldn't believe all the things he does. He writes songs. Prospects for gold, Farrier. He's, he's the, the one-man band. Yeah, he's a one-man band. <laughs> and, uh, look, I, I'm pretty sure a lot of Trot's people are one-man men, but there's, there's, uh, there, there wouldn't be as many uh, as rare as Glenn, Glenn that get out there with the uh, prospecting for gold and, and uh, writing songs. But, um, yeah, no, he's a, he's a good character. What's your hobby away from the track, Mick? You, you don't get, get out there with a metal detector, do you? <laughs> no, I, unfortunately, I don't have time. I work too many horses. Um, no, nah, look, I uh, look. I love the footy. I still still get around um, the local footy where I played and and help out in the, getting a bit long in the tooth now, but still help out in the reserves in the local footy team and that when I can when I get a chance. So um, that's probably my time away from from the races. Mick, how many have you got in work? Uh we work twenty five um, at the minute, Sean. So. Oh. That's uh, that's pretty busy, especially yeah. leading up to the, the Christmas period. Too right, that will keep you flat out. Certainly is. So will rock and roll do. He'll keep you busy over the next few weeks. There's plenty of prize money to be won with him, I think. Hey, Mick, appreciate your time. Looking forward to seeing him back in action tomorrow night at Cranbourne. Yeah. Good luck. Good luck, Mick. Beauty. Thanks, guys. Cheers. Yeah.